listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Run around like Pablo, still talking that Blanco. Nina sings soprano. We're gonna leave, we, so we're going to leave on a high note. Come out my shell like Raphael and crack yours like a taco. Lil Wayne tougher than John Wayne. Make him change his name to John Doe. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Wednesday mm-hmm. to end our week, you Just know. To end our week. You know, but oh, a very, oh. it's also a very special Wednesday. It is. Uh, because, you know, we here at the Black Out Tales are big fans of Bossip. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Bossip gets a lot of uh, shade from, you know, the respectability crowd and yeah. the woke crowd and whatnot. But I like a little bit of gossip and i like me a little bit of a <laughs> little bit of black gossip uh so i, I fuck with bossip, everybody man. does yeah people try to act like they better than it but you know when i share that stuff on facebook and twitter it get the most replies so they really do love it man so um people always ask us about the titles to the articles and stuff and people always like they're always like oh why'd you share that it said uh she getting her swirly cakes chopped to smithereens <laughs> I'm like, cause that, cause that shit was funny, right? It's yes. Fu- it got your attention, didn't it? Right. So, uh, I, they always go, who comes up with these titles? And I, you know, I don't know the entire yeah. staff, but I know one person. That's my man, Jason, um, who works at Bossup. And you guys might know him from his podcast. He's one third of the crew over at the Don't Be Scared podcast by Bossup. What's going on, Jason? Sorry, say again. Yeah. I say, what's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I I literally just finished changing the homepage, finished wrapping up work for the day, and now I'm here with y'all, good folks. Man, it's Wednesday is hump day, man. We get we getting over the hump. <laughs> yeah, well, we appreciate you guys coming through, man. I'm sure uh, it's, it's it's a schedule that never stops because uh, you know shit never stops happening with black celebrities and and whatnot, man. Uh, how how long have you been um you know writing for for Bossip? Um, this will be my, the end of this year will be the end of my fifth year. Mm. Um, I started off and, um, you know, a position came open to, uh, you know, to be full time and, and this was before Obamacare, you know, a brother <laughs> needed some insurance, brother <laughs> needed that regular, that regular direct deposit. We needed the, the routing number guy to come down and shine on me. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll do this for a little bit. You know, I didn't have an aspiration to do it necessarily. I knew about the site. I had, you know, I had read the site, seen links to different stuff like that. But, um, you know, once I got kind of on the inside of the, you know, ground beef factory, I was like, okay, this is what it is. This is cool. And, and what were you doing before this? Uh, I actually come from music, not making music per se, but just more on the music side of things. Um, I so all right. So this is the I'll try to make the story as short as possible that I always tell people. But it, it there's a lot of little moving parts to it. But long and short of it is, before I was doing any entertainment things at all, I was uh, uh, working a scam job. It was like I was like one of the credit cards and the scammers that designer be talking about. So this room, this job was kind of like the boiler room. So I met a guy that always had the mixtapes, all the new music, all that kind of stuff. So people were always asking me, you know, such and such album came out, somebody's mixtape came out, can you, can you get me that? 
one of the guys at the job was asking me for this Styles P tape. I never forget it was this Styles P tape. He was asking me about forever, and I always kept forgetting to give him the joint. One day after work, they're rapping outside, and he asked for a ride home. I saw this kid is a pretty good rapper, and he puts in his CD, and there's somebody singing. I'm thinking it's Joe or R. Kelly or somebody. Man, he's Sterling. I was like, oh, shit. Like, he, he sing? Like, all right. So me and him got real cool. Um, he just session. We just kind of bonded over music. Yeah, I guess he trusted my ear. So we just started going to studio sessions and um, he was working on stuff and eventually he got signed to Def Jam. And um, the rest is kind of history. I, you know, I was in real close quarters with him and his managers. Um, they gave me some opportunities to go on a road with cats like Mario, the, you know, Let Me Love You. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, what's that with the damn song? Let Me Love You. Yeah, and, uh, I think that's all right. Mm-hmm. How can I breathe? And all the so I, I was on the road with him for a little while. Um, I was on the road with Cassidy, uh, drinking my two step time when he first got out of prison. I was on doing road management with Cassidy for a little while, and um, that just kind of had me just you know all over the entertainment industry, whether it was just meeting people, kind of building, connecting the blocks or whatever. And uh, here I am now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, do you? catch flack at all for uh possible the headlines or do you ever worry about seeing some of these people that y'all you know write the stories about because and them you know like blanking on you or something i mean the funny part about it is is that i've i mean i was i've met a lot of the people that we've talked about on the site right a lot of them get it some of them might be but most of them aren't salty about something that they read like yesterday or two days ago they be like, i remember one time and they'll be telling me this <laughs> story about some headline about oh, we wrote that like two three years ago by the time i meet you then you know everybody you know you meet me and it's like you know not to beat beat my own horn but like i'm a cool guy like i don't really i'm not really out here to cause no trouble i just be trying to be funny like that's i i feel like a part of this job has been my natural personality since high school just mm-hmm. talking shit making snide remarks being a smart aleck and so I just try to be as funny as I can. You know, some of them are a little mean, but I try not to necessarily be mean. I just try to get the joke off. And yeah. most people are cool with it. They get it. And, you know, some people like uh, Elle or Dre and Michelle. I guess we just got bad luck with people with Michelle in their name. You know, if you're a celebrity, your name is Michelle. I don't know if Michelle Williams is mad at us. I, don't, I haven't heard anything about Michelle Williams. But... You know, they, they, they've been the main ones that are mad, but a lot of people just get it. And, you know, being that we talk about so many TV people, they really don't care. I mean, they're on TV throwing drinks and slapping each other. Right. So, like, whatever we say about them is kind of like, you know, whatever you did, you kind of did to yourself. You kind of left yourself open for jokes and whatever else comes with it. So they're not really mad. They like the press. Yeah, it's, it's wild because, uh, you know, now that we do this show, we've been doing this for a long time. Uh, and I find different news articles of cover and shit. A lot of times you see the like symbiotic relationship between media and the celebrities, especially celebrities that don't really have like a defined talent, you know? So it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to the beach. Let me call up, uh, the Daily Mail, get these pictures taken, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, fighting on Instagram and shit, you know, like certain shit, like they need it just as much as, as yeah as they you know just as much as people claim to be annoyed by it, and people need it because 
a lot of times people try to act like they're above that shit mm-hmm. but you know you ask right. somebody about nah. like the kardashians or something they'll they'll be hating them but giving you so many details that you like yo you really love this shit on the low no that's that's really the whole thing is that you know i mean obviously like i don't ever i don't ever expect jay-z or beyonce to come on our podcast i don't right. expect rihanna to come on our podcast because they're already who they are but a lot of these people, like you're saying, they need this. Like, whether they like it or whether they not, you really need this. And their publicists know they need it because they publicists fuck with us. Right. And they lawyers and they managers. And they all hit us up. Like, hey, what, you know, can y'all do this, that, and the third? So it's like, sometimes they're going to be mad, but you still want us to talk about you. You do right. not want to be not talked about. And who, as far as the podcast, man, like, who's, like, your favorite guest or your favorite interview that you had so far? You got, like, almost 70 episodes, I believe. Oh, man. Uh, my favorite well the most fun that we had was with the majority of the Love and Hip Hop cast mm-hmm. uh, we had Young Jock uh, Arian uh, who else came that day Carly uh, Red uh, uh, Claudia Jordan um, we had a bunch of heads in there we played beer pong everybody got pissed drunk <laughs> and we went in the podcast room and we just talked and everybody just kind of let they feel it. We went to the Red Lobster with Mimi and we <laughs> live periscoped our trip to Red Lobster because after our so we did a solo interview with Mimi and we got into this Red Lobster debate and David Dennis one of my co-hosts is in you know he's from New Orleans he's from well he's from um, Mississippi but he lived in New Orleans for a little while and he's adamant the Cheddar Bay Biscuits mm adamantly against it and Mimi couldn't believe it so we ended up going to Red Lobster and just <laughs> talking shit and just had a good time but we've also interviewed Don Cheadle twice uh, Don Cheadle was real cool he just kept it funky about just Hollywood and just you know what goes on um, we just recently did one with a, a, a non a, a Spelman graduate uh, named Jeanette Ward that used to work at Coca-Cola now she quit her job and went to work in the cannabis industry mm. and she talked a lot about you know uh, minorities and cannabis use and the legal system and just you know kind of the, the stuff that we've all kind of heard about but you know she's inside the machine so she was able to give this about you know how black people are treated when it, in regards to weed and that was interesting to me so we've talked to a lot of different people and had a lot of good interviews so it's, it's hard for me to pick one but the most fun was definitely that love and hip-hop show yeah that's amazing when you think about it man because i know when y'all first thought about like let's make this uh this podcast yeah i know you weren't thinking like yeah we're gonna really break down the cannabis industry and uh that's why it was the furthest thing for your mind right (laughs) you know how they blocking out the black people and the criminal justice system but you know it's probably like oh man we can talk about you know interview some of my favorite people talk about some of this the shit that they get into and uh yeah man yeah. I was, you know it, it's dead but you just never know where it's gonna take you is what right. i'm saying because uh yeah, you know no idea yeah each shit i when don Cheadle um said that shit about trump like two weeks ago i was like not surprised he's he's going on uh don't be scared twice like that uh <laughs> he, he a real nigga That's you know crazy what I'm, saying? To me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there listening to we having this conversation i'm like we're talking to don Cheadle, you know what i mean the guy with the <laughs> With the terrible British accent from Ocean's Eleven, like this is crazy. Like, 
we 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 we're talking to you know Iron Man talking about the guy who Terrence Howard is probably salty at for taking his job. Like <laughs> right. this is this guy. Like yeah, it, yeah, it was cool. He came back twice and he's willing to come back more as more issues come up. So I feel like Don Cheadle is the homie. Uh, and I also gotta ask too because I mean you say you've been doing this for five years. Have you seen any change in you know the game uh, as it is uh, when it comes to you know the internet, uh, the jokes that you can make and and can't make, and the responses and stuff with the headlines? Uh, my fault. I couldn't hear. I couldn't oh. hear that last part you were saying. Yeah. Uh, have you seen any changes with like the jokes you make, the responses you get from social media and headlines and stuff over the last five years, uh, as opposed to you know when you first started? Uh, the responses from the it's, it's funny with the responses from the headlines. If, if I heard your question correctly, yeah. The, the responses from the headlines is funny because. A lot of this lingo that we use that people are either love or like totally offended by is stuff we've been saying since I got there, since before I got there. Like gut full of human and <laughs> the swirl talk and um all that uh, smashing the smith. This is stuff we've been saying and for whatever reason, we even as a staff can't figure it out because over the past I'd say the last year, last eight months or so we get retweeted all the stories where we've said these things in headlines and people were like reacting to it like it's a brand new thing. You click on a link, like this story is three years <laughs> not realizing what we're saying. And there's not, you know, there's a lot of blog sites, there's a lot of celebrity gossip sites, things like that. But I feel like nobody is going to use, we're going to use language to make that headline pop out. Um, right. I did a story a few months back about some girl, I forget where it was at. It might have been in Tennessee or Kentucky somewhere, but she had robbed this guy while giving him a blowjob. I guess she was giving the dude a blowjob in the car, had managed to reach around and get his wallet out of his pocket and dip off or whatever. So I called her a mouth mugger. And the <laughs> whole timeline blew up, went crazy, and it was retweet after retweet. And, oh my God, I can't believe they called this girl a mouth mugger. And like, if you go on Twitter right now and search mouth mugger you'll see a, a infinite amount of retweets and people like I can't believe they just said this so that's kind of the you know I, mean, I guess you could call it shock value but I'm not really looking for a shock so much as just like you thought to say that you know it's kind of like being a rapper I guess like everyone has said the same thing a million how many times you're going to put the roof in the trunk how many times you're going to you know don't say the car topless, the titties is out. Like, you have to come up with some kind of way to say this stuff that we all just know what it is and kind of make it fresh. So stuff like that, I get that. That's the best part of my job, me, coming up with the headlines. Like, you know, there's a million angles with which you can take some of these stories that go on in, you know, the celebrity world and daily news. But making it funny or engaging or in the saying that Chris Matthews is going to say what that Rachel Maddow isn't going to say is, like, where we – that's where we get our bread and butter yeah I, it's like i want a guest headline you know what i'm saying like that is my dream is to one day get featured on boston with just a headline because i read a lot of news and i feel like i'm I'm learning the game you know what i'm saying I, i'm learning about uh chopping down swirly cakes and smithereens uh gut full of human you know i'm on that 
uh i didn't i didn't even know gut full of human was uh was one that people were taking offense to until this year i saw a few people i shared it it was like that's disgusting yeah 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 people mad for sure oh hold on i'm getting i want to say i came up with that one that's not even one that we came up with really that was like established from way back yeah it's yeah gut full of human was just weird because uh it like I, I like i said i've been seeing that i don't know for years on the internet mm-hmm. and then just uh one day i shared it in post and people was like this is disgusting yeah maybe i'm 12 because it's always funny to me yeah it's funny every time <laughs> it's funny like some of this shit it's like I'm sorry, it's just funny it's like who's taking it that serious yeah uh like i'm looking at the front page now see murder colin powell deliciously <laughs> petty <laughs> leaked emails are breaking the internet like that's what uh national fraud league Stephen a smith blows a whistle on nfl's paid patriotism national anthem scheme uh shots fired denzel washington responds to uncle denzel means like the like the quadruple og that he is (laughs) yes he is like it's so good (laughs) quadruple ah yes who who's too good for this you know what i mean like who sees this and goes I don't appreciate Mm-mm. the way they approach. I don't like that. Yeah, like that. Real Uncle Denzel getting mad, like he the old, like he ain't the old uncle loving your auntie's potato salad, talking about she put her foot in it. That, yeah. that old man. Like just uh go, <laughs> just take some time one day and just go and look at the swirl tag on Bossa. Man, my eyes be watering. By the time you get to the end, it's just like it's just so petty but it's so good so good you know just like rg3 swirly boo picks him up you know from practice i appreciate that man i do and i know all the rest of the staff does too because that's that's really what we're here for like with the denzel thing i was surprised i thought he was gonna laugh about it i didn't think he was gonna be so serious like he really kind of bucked back like those that like he, he pretty much got on some rich nigga shit like he got on some like if I if I could show you my wallet, I would. I was like, oh, <laughs> Denzel is out here really stunning. See, you got to think about it like this, though. Denzel been in the top echelon of attractive black men his entire life. He ain't never had nobody say something right. bad about him, ever. True. Like, he got caught True. one yeah. time Wait. slipping, and he, like, he can't take it. You know, the rest of us... <laughs> we've had people be like oh you got a peanut head or you fat or you know he this (laughs) is wrong with you this nigga made it to like 60 before somebody was like you look like somebody uncle and he can't take it he can't just let it go man you know long long and that wasn't even that wasn't even like as far as memes go and as far as like jokes about celebrities go that was pretty benign if you ask me yeah Mm -hmm. that's not the worst ones it was it was it was like like you oh it was but i was gonna say it was like uh it was cute you know what i mean it was a lot of people being like oh man this like uh oh y'all caught denzel slipping slipping or uh leave denzel alone ha 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 but it is funny you know like it was like that like how you roast the uncle at a cookout or some shit and it's sad that he had to turn into that you know that that nigga denzel my nigga i hate it had to be him yeah It be like that sometime, man. Donald Glover is my, Donald Glover, one of my favorite people. Um, but it was this picture of him wearing short shorts. I just was like, let me just just turn off this column today, cause I cause it's about to be a roast, and you can't you can't stop the jokes, bro. Yo, when I saw uh, 
One of our one of one of my coworkers loves Donald Glover. All day at the office. Okay, he had the I forget I don't know where he was performing, but he had on some like it was like a crop top shirt, but it wasn't like <laughs> yes! top, like, he had his whole belly button out. And so we're gonna have jokes about you exposing your belly button as a grown ass man. Like that's just gonna be a joke. But I watch Atlanta every week. Atlanta's a great show. I got nothing but like, you know, respect in and doing. But these you showed your belly button, dog, and we're gonna laugh. Like yeah, that's and, just and how the, it's gonna be. And the thing is, it was funny. You know what I'm saying? Like I did I like I remember reading that shit that day we had like they get in my face, but they they gotta get you out of here sometimes. <laughs> it's just what happens in the game. That's all. And when you and when you meet us in person, we can laugh and joke and be cool. And then you realize, like, oh, these people are not really like out to like take my soul away from me. Right? They just, you know. Well, y'all, man, y'all doing some good. Y'all doing the Lord's work over there, man. Y'all, one of my, (laughs) we appreciate it. One of my favorite sites, bro. I check Bossip every day, literally every single day. And it's either something that make me laugh or sometimes I laugh when they being serious because I'm like, because uh, it'll be like, uh, Black Lives Matter, police officer confesses to shooting 12 black people. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, the next post about to be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no charges. Right. The next post about to be something totally, totally ratchet. And that's what I'm here for. Uh, it's so good, man. Um, well, we'll, look, man, we, we are having connection issues with you, man, and I don't want to, like, try to do the whole show and force it with the connection. We did, we got a good interview out of this joint, but, um, because of the sound issues, we'll just keep it to an interview right now, and then we'll, uh, we gotta come back later when we got a good connection and we do a whole show with you, bro. Okay, for sure. All right, man. Thank you so much, Jason. yeah no it's no problem bro anytime anytime y'all want to have me on i will be right here just and i'll be right through here for y'all i don't like what's yeah. going on here i tip too yeah <laughs> no I doubt and i look at you funny if you don't tip mm-hmm. like, you can't go out to, if you can't afford to tip stay your ass in the house make that make that rice aroni heat up them ramen noodles do whatever you got to do but don't be at cheesecake factory don't be at cheesecake factory trying to figure out how you gonna slide off into the distance with just writing that no man don't be like that yeah i saw uh the last episode of atlanta Atlanta, yeah don't don't be cussing out the waitress because you keep out uh, uh, upselling you it was so real man oh my god we had to do that one time back in college we went to pizza hut it was so fucking embarrassing i remember going to the car scraping up all the change i took all the change from the car it came back in it was like yo i know this looking mess but this like three four dollars it changed like just keep it she was like no you keep it i was like i was like i'm not trying to be a dick i just really <laughs> forgot about the tip you know what i'm saying i didn't even think about it when yeah. going to pizza hut man yeah. oh so yeah <laughs> i understand We've, we've all been there, man. It, it's, it's a super real situation, man, like that. We had met these girls, and um, we knew we was broke when we met them. But it was just <laughs> like, hey, that's not going to stop you from shooting your shot. We'll figure it out. They right. was hit us up later like, hey, meet us at Roussan's for sushi. I don't even eat sushi. I was like, all right, that's <laughs> how we got to get it popping. That's how we got to get it popping. We sitting there in our mind, like everything comes to the table. You tallying up. They're like, what? Right. I'm like, yeah, sure. More sake. Pour more sake. Whatever. Like, what? it's like that. It's, I'm like, I, I'm like, get, you like, get the small, the small one. 
It's like well, that. Uh, neighbor then got out of there and had a good laugh on the way home. Nah, it's like that day from half baked. Like you just be challying it up in your head, like three seventy five. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ringing. It's ringing. Right. It's ringing. Like it's like, oh, you know what? I want. I want a Sunday. You like fuck. I mean, I, I want some. You know what? Let me get a water, extra napkins. You put know put a lot of ice in there. I want. It's gonna be yeah. like and gave me some sugar packets. I just. <laughs> I, I just ate. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, I just ate. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I just ate. I'm cool. And you ain't, hungry? Yeah, go ahead, get you what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ain't no shame. I've ordered off the kids' menu too. Roll through the drive through. Not a Nate Ray kid. I ain't got no kid. I'm like, yes, give me a goddamn kids meal. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll tell you this though. The struggle is real when you when yes, you when you, you in that position as a dude and you paying for the date and you just Man. hoping she don't order too much. Like that's. Yeah. And you don't want to come off like a dick if you're like <laughs> the lobster <Man. laughs> market price. Sweating, your little back be sweating real hard. And just, man, mm. nah, I put like this, mama, and it's and it's maybe because my dollars ain't there. If you don't list the price, I don't even order it. If you say yeah. market price, I go whatever that is. That, I don't need the, it. That's the magic word to bow out gracefully market price oh all right oh, yeah. mm, that's, that's like you I'm picking up it. something and it, it ain't got it's no up. tag don't on it Mm-mm. yeah don't you hands, hands up, up. <laughs> price. Price. i don't want no problems market price oh, oh man. No market price i take you out of here i i only think i never ordered anything I'm market out. price yeah i get scared i mean who market is it is it like the airport market is it like the movie theater market like who market is deciding these prices dog (laughs) what market like yeah the dollar market yeah it ain't the black market market. yeah i need like a and e i need farmer's market prices black market i don't need yeah yeah. i don't i don't i need i need i need to say like Marshall prices, right? Yeah. Like, TJ Maxx like, prices. TJ Mike's prices. Uh, uh, what's the other one? The ladies go to Dress Barn. Yeah, I need, I need them Ralph's prices. prices. Like, let me know that that's what I let me DSW shoes prices. <laughs> let me know that I have some security in the situation. Right. What's the exchange rate? That, that I need to know the exchange rate on this crab before I order <laughs> this shit. Yeah, this shit might be in euros, dog. Yeah, then somebody need to make an app for that. I'm surprised. I need an iPhone app for that. Like, yes, and just, you just go, go through and be like, yo, what is the current? Am I getting ripped off here? Is this salmon really thirty four ninety nine, or am I ain't like that the truth? Are they and slide a little something extra underneath there? And yeah. that's just the salmon. That ain't including no size. You just gonna get some fish. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. you ain't yeah, you ain't put no you, crab, get no special holiday mm, sauce nope, on top of it. You ain't nope. get none of that. No asparagus. You ain't get none no of that. Asparagus. Shit. Yeah, none. Of, no no lemon on the side to squeeze Mm. i like how we started we ended talking about food and then karen just came to life (laughs) she didn't care nothing about she didn't care nothing about how jason got hired she didn't care nothing about how the editorial process is at boston she just was like food hold up now i'm all in (laughs) well uh look man check out uh check out obviously bossup.com you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying uh follow my man on twitter hip-hop obama um and then also make sure you check out the podcast don't be scared man if you listen to um our show the pregame where me and justin talk about Mm -hmm. all kinds of reality tv shit every week 
um you should be listening to don't be scared because they talk to they actually talk to them like we just be talking about them but you can find out like the whole scoop with milan christopher and Mm -hmm. carly red that like they had a two-parter with carly red you know like you can get the red interview i forgot about that man she's crazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) carly is crazy i hope they all yeah i hope they all still employed and they get a a, a next another season i heard rumors that they might not so uh hopefully all of them can come back yeah but they had young jock before his before his uh perm hairdo laid and fried (laughs) to the side yeah yeah for the process talk about now yeah he gotta come back he need to come back and explain the process tell me who did your help you got things to discuss yeah all right thanks jason thank you sweetie oh man that was that was so fun yeah definitely Um, gonna get him back again with the connections better yeah i just didn't want the audience to uh have a that we had a delay and i don't know that's never happened on, on here before so hopefully uh it won't happen again or whatever yeah uh, before we go on we talking about market prices them them places where you get them expensive ass what you them them half a lettuce that, that uh lettuce wedge yeah that fucking lettuce wedge yeah it, lettuce wedge lettuce see that's the thing about expensive like restaurants goddamn lettuce wedge i can make this at the house okay, that's that's the thing about expensive restaurants sometimes they pull that shit where it's actually they're doing less work than an actual right. like real restaurant i remember the first time i had a lettuce wedge i was out at a company function and it was like this ritzy place and they were paying like you know paying us paying for everything and whatnot and it was like oh and you had to order everything separate it's like oh you want a steak okay it's your steak okay what what do you want for your side oh i'll take this type of potato cool you want um i was like do y'all have like side salads or something like that oh we don't have salad we have lettuce wedges i was like okay and i was like i'm like that's is that the salad or whatever it's like well it comes with dressing da 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 i'm like all right well yeah i'll take a lettuce wedge man it was literally they cut a fourth of a piece of lettuce and just stuck it on your plate and a little bit of sauce on the side and like it was like you gotta make your own salad they basically gave me the ingredients to make a salad but not a salad just let lettuce. i know because we talked about this before and i've never ordered one every time i order one i get mad because i'm like i can make that shit at the house um so you just get lettuce and some and some homemade house in, inside uh balsamic vinaigrette house dressing you don't get no lettuce tomatoes cheese croutons. i mean the lettuce is lettuce I mean, the lettuce way I, mean, I, mean, I mean you don't get no like cheese tomatoes <laughs> no. croutons no. onions Mm-mm. you just get a wedge of lettuce and some dressing um lettuce i mean i'm sure you can get oil and vinegar get out of here i'm sure you can get um oh do they give you a little bit of salt and pepper yeah they do give you salt and pepper they do they literally do ask you like would you like salt and pepper and then they like grind it for you like, <laughs> yeah but um <clears throat> yeah the places i went like you know and sometimes they'll put toppings on top of it but you still had to break up a fucking wedge of lettuce to make a salad it's not like they didn't do you a favor you know what i mean <laughs> it's like y'all didn't y'all y'all never finished making my salad y'all didn't toss this shit or nothing y'all just gave me a wedge of lettuce on a plate put some dressing on top of it and maybe like bacon bits or something but you know it's not a real salad man so yeah it's, <laughs> it's disgusting really when yeah, you think about it and shout out to olivia i think she like took a picture of it one time and showed it to me and i was like nah man Mm-mm. yeah that shit one of the other part is that this shit be like 16 dollars for that you know what i mean Sixteen dollars. Like, what's expensive restaurants karen it's not what do you think it's gonna be three dollars <laughs> It's no three dollar size at uh fucking <laughs> roof Chris or whatever. It's like a lettuce wedge is gonna be ten dollars, eight dollars for you, you a lettuce wedge. Make a fucking salad. 
they probably could you crazy you'd be like yeah take all that and make me a salad i'm paying 25 dollars yeah um yeah and i still gotta waste the time to break it up when you get to the table Mm-mm. yeah it's i mean that that's that's fine dining that's what mm, uh but i guess i ain't made for that <laughs> fuck that make me a salad all right it just seems i've taken a turn um <laughs> i don't know how this got so much animosity uh it's no, not and i know it's, it's i'm not looking at r- fault but yeah i'm looking at ruth chris uh website ruth chris has a menu uh nine and a half dollars for a lettuce wedge uh, Chris Wedge of Iceberg Lettuce on Field Greens with Bacon, Crumble Blue Cheese, and Your Choice of Dressing. Aww. And that's really what it is. A fucking fourth of a <laughs> slice of lettuce. It's, uh, it's terrible, you know. I just had Aww. no choice. I had no idea that that was uh, the thing, you know. Yeah. I, like, now I would order a salad. I would never order a lettuce wedge. That's ridiculous. Aww. Um, <clears throat> Alright. That's replacing white people news this is uh the blackout tips guys you can find us on itunes stitcher just search the blackout tips we'll come up leave us a five-star review um if you uh like the show and it's positive we'll read it on the air uh the official weapon of the show is and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and today's show is double sponsored uh is brought to you by shadow dog productions of course guys make sure you go out and get our second album it's an audio play album which means it's full of us doing comedy voices and all kinds of stuff um making jokes and playing characters all you have to do is search the black guy who tips uh i mean i'm sorry search rod and karen sorry the best of rod and karen is the name of it uh you could just search rod and karen or you can search uh sunspot and other ratchetness or you can just search my name rod morrow <clears throat> it comes up on amazon and it comes up on um everything else so make sure you guys um do that leave us uh five star reviews if you get that as well because we appreciate it we do um also we're brought to you by loot crate that's right this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items uh with from the biggest and pop culture uh biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcratecom slash tvgwt and enter code tvgwt and you can get three dollars off of any new subscription that's lootcratecom slash tvgwt this month's theme is speed that's right uh you have until the 19th to sign up for it and you can get for less than 20 dollars you can get six to eight items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles and unique one-of-a-kind items you can also upgrade to the loot wear uh, uh collection and if you go with the loot wear box you get clothes um you know all kinds of like socks shirts uh hats like all kinds of wearable gear uh which is cool because you know i love getting compliments on my stuff when i'm out with people are like oh man i love that hat or i love that shirt or whatever you know i played basketball yesterday i had a hodor shirt on it just said hodor hodor so many compliments on and that. people you know people are like oh my god that's such a cool shirt you know so uh make sure you guys uh do that man we appreciate everybody that takes the time out uh to support our sponsors that's lootcrate.com slash tbgwt um and code tbgwt to get that uh get that percentage off it's worth every dime all right let's get into the news um well uh, he uh uh jason kind of hinted at it but um we had uh uh denzel finally found out about uncle denzel 
<laughs> oh, so he oh so he finally found out about it after oh, okay yeah he has a new movie coming out um i think it's called like magnificent seven or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so he finally got asked about it um he didn't even probably didn't even know it was a thing yeah he right, I, I think he, he knew it was a thing obviously because he talked uh, about it okay. he, he was very upset um see if i could play it uh for you guys um his response um Denzel, you took a break to go watch the, the mayweather pacquiao fight and you became an internet meme uh they put this picture of you up right, and right. everyone just started you know, putting little comments called your uncle denzel did, did you see that stuff how'd you feel when you saw you yourself become an internet meme if I had my wallet, I'd show it to you. Because <laughs> they didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, no one knew. Yeah. No one They knew. don't need to know. Yeah. They know that. Yeah, those who can do. Those who can't talk about those who can. Yeah. I tweet, I say, I need to come. say it again. Send that out. Those who can do. Those who can't talk about those who can. Yeah. Now, can you or can you not? Are you just one that sits on the sideline to talk about other people? Or can you step up? I told him, I said, he's filming a movie, calm down, the movie's gonna be great, and it truly was. So thank you guys for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate you. He got kind of serious about that shit. He did not like, he did not like that shit at all, man. Good grief. He hit that, uh, those who can, cannot, and can do what they can. So I'm gonna just keep on keeping the can down the road, okay? Cause you can't hold me down, all right? damn denzel oh well i guess he just couldn't laugh it off man you know i would like to hope that if something like that happened to me i would be able to just turn around and be like ah whatever they got me it was funny you know right um colin powell emails got hacked and it turns out he was throwing shade all up and down these streets uh about hillary clinton the cheneys donald trump um all these leaked messages uh it's funny because it was like not even that long ago i want to i feel like he was uh i think he was just saying to oh no it was it was leaked emails between him and hillary where he talked about how he was uh uh able to avoid being hacked and avoid security measures from the nsa and shit because he didn't like dealing with them and stuff um but uh, it turns out that um that was uh that was not to be guys he apparently got hacked anyway uh and was talking the most shit um he called uh trump a national disgrace uh in the emails reported by buzzfeed news mr powell also accused mr trump the republican nominee for president of having embraced what mr powell called a racist movement when he questioned the validity of president obama's birth certificate uh an aide to mr powell confirms the hack and said they are his emails uh i do love that uh he was like yeah i said it like <laughs> like i what you gonna do yeah i don't have an excuse and I don't, i'm not gonna try to come up with one Mm-mm. um i'm just gonna go ahead and go straight to uh to the point it was me uh i'm the hacker um hi it was me uh, he says, yep, the whole birther movement was racist. Mr. Powell wrote in an email to a former aide according to BuzzFeed. That's where the 90, that's what the 99% believe. When Trump couldn't keep that up, he said he also wanted to see if the certificate noted that he was a Muslim. As I have said before, what if he was? Muslims are born as Americans every day. It's funny, man, because, you know, the general consensus around 
colin powell for a while was that he was some type of coon sellout republican dude and i feel like uh at no point did he ever forget he was black Mm-mm. um so i think that's a, a problem um for a lot of people that were labeling him something that he wasn't with the uh whole oh the colin powell the sellout coon uncle tom and then it's like uh well actually um no i'm not uh and uh you know he was a person that came out against in in the uh i think it was 2008 he came out for uh barack obama saying he was going to be voting for him um you know he's one of those people that was um you know against the uh birther movement uh, because that's when the republican party really like stepped up into the racism circuit uh they wanted to run him for president and he decided uh not to do that um you know which i thought a lot of people were trying to see uh like oh we can run our own black guy but he's always kind of been more of an independent or moderate republican if that right um so i'm not shocked by that at all mm-hmm. uh let's see in a separate leak email exchange reported by nbc news that the power also criticizes aides to hillary clinton the democratic candidate for president for their attempts to drag me into controversy surrounding her use of private email server when she was secretary of state in that email mr powell lamented that he had repeatedly told Ms. clinton minions that they are making a mistake trying to drag me in yet they will still try uh you want to know what's funny about that is you got hacked too so your shit didn't work uh and her shit didn't work you know what i mean and they're hacking like the dnc they're they're hacking people that went by the protocols all this is controversy about nothing it's funny you can't stop elliot and f society when they decide to come for your shit dog it's just it's gonna happen so you just gotta deal with it and that's you know it sounds like everybody's getting hacked over there you know um uh in her interview with the fbi uh uh into into the use of the email server miss clinton told investigators that mr powell had advised her to use a personal email account according to the notes in the interview disclosed to members of congress by the bureau last month yeah if i was uh in congress right now i would start putting emails out that were fake but made me look good you know ha <laughs> like i would just start being like you know i'm really worried about the orphans right now and i feel like as a person you know that is concerned about everyone i think we should all not have wars anymore um also black lives definitely matter to me um and then i just wouldn't do anything like with actual policy or anything trying to help anybody but i would just sit, keep sending out emails like with the topic of the day like you know what i think all people are equal and i just thought i would send that email directly to you and just sit back and wait for my the hack to begin and they'll be like oh you know in the hack what a lot of people didn't notice is rod is the nicest senator of all time Mm-mm, don't work like that yeah you know even if i was like a scumbag you know like i'd be out in real public being like women's bodies are terrible and we should be able to control them ah! but then whenever i got to my email desk i'd be like a woman's right to choose is sacred and that's what really matters how can i as a man tell her what to do the founder of black men for bernie remember that mm-hmm. black man for bernie mm-hmm. um he has now because uh, you know bernie's not running anymore he lost uh he has now begun to launch a pro-trump effort hmm. 
promising to deliver donald trump and the republicans the highest percentage of black votes since 1965 voting rights act the founder of black men for bernie is now launching trump for urban communities so you know what that means what oh yeah uh you think bernie would be okay with trump being in office Mm -hmm. i mean no 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 so you think bernie would you think bernie would rather have trump over hillary that's kind of hard to say it ain't hard for me to say no he wouldn't just because he's more to the left of hillary doesn't mean he's fucking stupid like at no point has he ever said any kind word about donald trump if anything he's been much more scathing and dismissive of donald trump than he's ever been of hillary hillary he actually treated with some level of respect every time he talks about donald trump he's like that that dude's a fucking idiot you cannot let him be president his fucking supporters yeah yeah that's yeah more of them yeah but i've always made that distinction from day one right the the issues around bernie sanders are not as problematic as the issues with his supporters true, true and that's just true. The, and that's gonna be just about with any politician but specifically with him i never had a personal issue with him i just wish he would have come further because i think the black vote was for the taking and he just refused to make the right steps true. but as far as uh his his fans and shit they are legitimately many of them in the same camp as trump supporters like and to them it has always been about i don't want to select this woman period it's never been deeper than that Mm -mm. um and you can tell that it's about i don't want to select this woman because the polar opposite of bernie sanders is donald trump that's true now you would go give your vote to this person who has not it doesn't have a single platform issue that is the same as bernie sanders on has never hold held an office right meanwhile hillary clinton voted 94 percent of the time that they shared our uh, office together that she voted 94 percent of the time with him so you're telling me 94 percent of bernie sanders is worse is to you is worse than voting for donald trump so you go vote for donald trump it's you know and i'm not shocked that it's a black dude to be honest a lot of times black dudes we opt into this idea of like well i'm a man first and i'm black second right so if this dude is a racist but he's a man i'm gonna go vote for him because i don't want to give my vote to a woman now obviously he doesn't represent a significant portion of black men Mm-mm. i'm not saying he represents all or anything like that but there's a percentage and i've dealt with and seen and found you know there's friends i don't have now because i was like oh you're one of those people you right you you hate women so much you would vote for donald trump knowing that he hates your black ass i like i've i i don't understand the cognitive dissonance that will allow somebody to be able to reach that conclusion but the point being this dude felt like that kind of person from jump i remember when i was reading his page on the show when he had the blacks for bernie or whatever and i was like yeah this dude seems fucked up you know harboring a lot of stereotypes a lot of negative shit about black people you know and the second that black people decided not to vote for bernie you could tell he was gonna turn try to turn it against the community y'all the problem yeah so yeah he yes she is still on my oh yeah well y'all probably need to see this too um (laughs) uh thank you karen for telling me Mm but uh yeah he's t- bruce carter is touting the largest ground game in the country targeting black voters with a platform focused on urban investment self-sufficiency and resources for small businesses it's about teaching people how to fish instead of giving them a fish and walking away sound very much like what republicans say about black people oh y'all just get y'all just want handouts 
that wasn't bernie's talking points no you know so you know and that's definitely not what trump's talking about you know there's no jobs he's bringing our community um no training he's gonna give us um carter believes his partnership with the trump campaign is 10 times the value of an endorsement a partnership means that both sides have an obligation to do something it allows me to hold people accountable all i'm saying is when i look around at the black people that support trump uh i know my ass don't need to be over there because i don't even fuck with them uh let's see what else happened oh this is a tragic story uh and they're still looking into it so we'll see what the details reveal but okay there's a 19 year old woman who was killed in a drive-by um and they think it might be the boyfriend's ex-girlfriend who is um the um killer um and the reason they think that is because she was tweeting threats about this woman for like a year yeah um shout out to baller alert uh who covered it you know because i've seen other publications cover it but they you know obviously they want to get to the details of the tweets and all that shit but you know baller alert you know they put up the pictures and stuff um it's never just twitter anymore now that many have used social media site to document their crimes the latest being a houston woman who killed her ex's boy ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend and had been plotting it on twitter for nearly a year uh yeah and i mean like i saw some of the tweets uh earlier today and um it it was uh it was it was amazing to see the way that it was um i don't know like just the way that it was uh so blatant like it wasn't like she was trying to cold or anything like that yeah it wasn't like oh man how did they figure that out you know what i mean it was very much nah you probably did that shit. yeah it was very much a moment of uh damn could you be any clearer like like this is gonna make a great episode of snapped or for my man because yes! it's not oh i haven't been recording for my man oh, oh i'm sorry you i've been forgetting oh. i just realized it just now on the air damn oh we how much ratchetness have that. i missed a lot we have to go back and get the re- get the old ones yeah um well luckily they show 12 of them a week and it's all repeats ah! um at any rate though so she uh so she was on twitter and she was saying uh i think i'm really evil enough to eat a motherfucker alive like bitch i don't give a fuck about you i'll real life kill you and eat you bitch fuck you my plan is to plot for a year and i'm gonna kill them people i don't give a fuck if the popo if the poc this middle finger emoji uh nothing makes me mad about a bitch saying she was with my nigga or whatever because like i tell him the hoe won't be around for too long uh and then wow another one it's not gonna work you'll be gone real soon baby uh the 19 year old mother was killed in a drive-by shooting at a northeast houston apartment complex tuesday afternoon a black newer model chevy camaro which can be seen in a picture with this other woman um drove through the apartment complex uh before the passenger fired at least five shots into the second floor apartment killing the woman the victim has been identified as lakendra childs the mother of a two-year-old daughter her body was discovered by her boyfriend she was shot and killed just a day before her 20th birthday wow fortunately her child was not in the apartment during the shooting uh what makes the story even more bizarre is the alleged killer was the ex-girlfriend of her boyfriend she had reportedly been plotting to harm kendra since january in a tweet dug up from january 10 2016 she said i think i'm you know the tweets i was reading um but uh yeah it's sad that someone can harbor so much hate for so long um 
yeah man over some dude too right we we joked about it but honey you know it's 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 dicks everywhere like it they are plenty of them sweetie yeah you know i understand people get hurt and people have pain and when people don't know how to deal with pain when people that have that trying to find have been taught to let stuff go when they haven't been taught to move on this not trying to find this may have been her first love and for for women i can speak particularly for 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 straight women a lot of times your first love that's that's something special to you mm-hmm. and you know a lot of women you know they're 19 20 years old i don't know how the other girl is but you know 19 years old that's really really young so you know just one of the things where you know when people don't sit down and tell you how to deal with these emotions you know yeah i mean my thing is like is this like the end of when about when the bow breaks like so you think y'all gonna be together now like you going just, to jail yeah you caught a murder case like nothing positive happened in this situation mm-hmm. over this dude and it clearly you were mad for oh like for a year or so just to to hold on to this shit like you haven't moved on with your life and the fact that you openly threaten somebody on social media and nothing can be done about it you know like it's sad because i've seen like people know how to manipulate social media to the point where you can't really do anything because i mean you look silly almost going to the police like i think this woman is threatening me okay let's see her tweets okay i could eat a motherfucker alive i really could kill this person da 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 well they're not acting you they're not saying your name they're not well i guess if something happens let us know mm-hmm. and something happened might be them shooting up your motherfucking house now you dead there's Come nothing on. else to be done about it you know um it's sad and it's just sad to me that people can't let that shit go they let it get that serious um but it's never just twitter it's never just the internet um because people will you just don't know what the fuck is in people's head and you really can't control them nope um let's see what else is happening um do you struggle to nod off why your body clock could be to blame women's natural sleep rhythms run two hours ahead of men's wives wives land lying awake at night and staring at the ceiling while their husbands contently snore away in bed next to them is not exactly a new phenomenon but scientists now believe they have discovered the reason why men are to sleep in their female partners after carrying out exclusive i mean extensive research experts have discovered that women's i don't know if this is circadian or circadian clocks or circadian clocks anyway uh run two hours ahead of their male counterparts because the men of the relationship may play a key role in deciding what time to head to bed the male partner will often find it easier to fall asleep what well, this is not how my relationship works at all is this how people relationships work we are both the complete opposite you look over there yeah do y'all even y'all tell each other when to go to bed honey it's time for you to go to bed i'm going to bed so you're going to bed people do fuck that i won't sleep when i want to yeah who does this yeah i don't got no onesies on sleep is like death an individual thing (laughs) trying to tell you (laughs) do that shit at your own i wish a motherfucker would make me go to bed like i'm not an adult this is i'm living at home my parents or something it's it's eight o'clock time for bed all the shows is off come on right i gotta go to homework the school bus ain't gonna pick my black ass up in the morning what are we talking about here maybe there's people watch too much cosby show and shit growing up they just think you'll be a lot you put on silk pajamas and lay in bed and cuddle and then go to sleep Mm -hmm. uh the consequence for women who are fighting their natural body clock is that they feel exhausted by the time they get into bed and more awake in the moment morning the study which was carried out by canadian researchers involved okay that makes a lot more sense because canadians are so polite they probably do go to bed at the same time heading to bed you hoser wait for me eh (laughs) 
Yeah, we we different because Roger stay up a lot later than I do. Yeah, I go to bed when I fucking want. Sometimes I go to bed before you. Sometimes I go to bed afterwards. Uh, it just depends. Like that's who the fuck get, thinks they can decide that for <laughs> another grown All ass right, adult? Baby, let's go to bed. Yeah, and get up. Sleep. Time for you to go to bed. The fuck? <laughs> I'm not cutting off this TV show because your ass sleepy. I got to go in the other room. That's why we got two TVs. Right, it's three DVRs in this house. Right, pick one. Um, it's still four episodes of Ballers you ain't watched. You know, I don't care. <laughs> Like I watched all of them. Uh, involved. Uh, it involved. Oh, I didn't even count that as a black show, but that's really a black show if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it involved observing the group of t- the study involved observing a group of twenty five men and women for seventy two hours monitoring their sleep patterns. Oh well, no wonder it's this is barely a study. It's twenty five people. Nah, that's not no studies. And they're Canadian, so they're like barely. Room. Yeah, that's barely people. You know, can you even count that as relationships? canadian oh, relationships you want to know what a canadian uh relationship when they get in a fight is like what um how you doing i'm doing good eh how about you doing good eh that's a fight they fighting right then ah because each other on a french you just don't no nah, that's how they fight they don't they don't just come out and say it you know they do toss maple syrup on each other i, I learned from years of listening to chonilla <laughs> you can never I tell you clubbing surely yeah you can never tell they just come back and tell you like we've been fighting i'm like when y'all just did a show yesterday i couldn't tell it's like because they canadians they polite fight <laughs> would you like some more to drink hey and they're like i'd like some more tea your hoser and then that's that was a fight that you just missed fight. it oh my bad yep uh that means uh something bad was happening at the house <laughs> but yeah they said women are more likely to struggle sleeping and stuff um in this a lot of this yeah and i've seen men and women just across the board you know can't go to sleep but me now i i don't never have a problem going to sleep unless i took a nap and woke up me i go to sleep with no problem yeah you leave me alone by myself long enough i'm yeah um yeah that mm mm-mm Mm-mm. you can't just make somebody go to bed <laughs> the fuck is this I, I do my homework too Mm-mm. homework days is over fuck that i do not miss school all right all right let's uh get into some other news guys um let's see what else is going on uh we also found out that um tech support could be completely computerized at some point uh computers could offer praise and reassurance when they detect that you're getting stressed how can it detect i'm getting stressed um i don't i've been stressed in front of my uh keyboard many a time when the computer wasn't acting right i Um, mean but how can it tell i mean it has to be looking at you with some shit how can it tell you'll probably tell by when you cuss it out Ah! you know i've seen you get stressed i can tell and you trying to talk to Cortana and you calling her the wrong name <laughs> and it's that not damn working. Xbox. I'll be calling the Xbox everything and she be looking at me like, bitch, that ain't my name. Yeah. That's if you're a tanking machine, it's probably uh <laughs> No It's probably not cool. I just recently got a name right. Yeah. So And you supposed to say hi Cortana, but like Cortana, Cortana, bitch, you hear me? I know you hear me. Roger was sitting here shaking his head like you ain't doing it right. Sound like Ike Turner. <laughs> I be getting all fouling. 
yep. and shit hollering at the TV. That's why you ain't getting no Xbox One for the other room. <laughs> it's a waste of money. No, it's not. I figure out how to do that shit. I want one of those. You can't rooms. even get the other one to work. You, I'm not <laughs> wasting no extra money on that shit. You just use remote controls like everybody else. Yep. 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 I will figure out how to do that shit. No, because I'm not going to be in the house sleeping and I got to listen to you yell at Cortana like you <laughs> owe you money and, and she been out here hooking on the streets, <laughs> counting you short. Not, I need to sleep in that room. <laughs> Bitch, I'll cut you, Cortana. <laughs> Put I it on Cartoon Network, hoe. <laughs> Cortana just be trying to, uh, you need me to Google hoe? <laughs> no, I don't need you to Google hoe. <laughs> That's how that conversation gonna go. But I'm gonna do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for the uh, most... My relationship with her better relationship with Siri, though. For most of us, computers are a source of stress when we get error messages, spinning beach balls, and random crash blighting our use of the system. But they could soon help us cope better in stressful or emotional, uh, difficult situations for providing, by providing a few words of support. By the way, I can just picture this feeling like the computer is trolling me. Like I could, like, somebody gonna punch a computer. Cause it's gonna be like, the 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 thing the camera's not gonna be working or the it's gonna be taking forever to load the screen and you're gonna be like hey man this shit is not working and it's just gonna be like don't give up <laughs> like what bitch who are you talking to i know it's, it's gonna be like the sensory is gonna be like i can sense your blood pressure is rising you mad like you're right. not mad fuck you computer oh i i i sense you're getting a little agitated uh yeah so apparently the computer would um be able to check to see if you're having a stressful day and the hope is that ai systems will be able to detect when a person is reaching a low point and offer them some words of encouragement to help pick them up that's uh, not gonna go well yep professor judith mastoff an expert at e-health in e-health and aberdeen university uh aberdeen university hopes the system could help to combat some of the early stages of mental health problems speaking to new scientists she said there's a lot of need for emotional support at the moment we have increased rates of mental health issues i would like people to have their own guardian angel that could support them emotionally throughout the day and my thing is maybe this just me Uh, i wonder can you tailor it uh because odds are your responses are gonna be very generic and very white mm. you know could you have any black could you tell it to me well you know if i'm having you know a bad day uh stressed out you just flash a picture of jock and his hairdo mm. you know but i'm not you know because that would lift my spirits up right. you know that would make my day right you know but you know you're gonna get a picture of a cat on a bar time i hang in there nah like I, when this sees that your fourth login attempt has not worked to get into your email come on it would just send you a picture of uncle denzel yeah yeah that would be dope are you having a hard time and it just send you the michael jordan cry face going we know you can make it oh yeah for sure i you know i'm into it i, I think right. that's a great idea mm-hmm. i think you need to be able to personalize it i think and on top of that i think you should be able to program the responses because i understand the computer is supposed to do this shit but we know who programmed this shit not trying to be funny it's gonna be a bunch of white dudes so you know and and they're gonna try to make it uh kid friendly and nope turn we're gonna turn it i'm grown turn the sisters off (laughs) right and and let it respond however i choose to respond to i mean because it's like okay i you ought to be put able to put suggestions and it should be able to expand upon your personal suggestions that would be cool man i I probably haven't even got to that level yet but that would be pretty funny if you want to do it right because everybody's different and i guarantee you these responses are going to be 
very generic well if it can detect stress though i'm a little worried that like your grandma might die and then it's gonna pump up uh you know uh and then it's gonna put up uh you know uh the jordan cry face on steph curry and it's gonna be like that's ah! not that's not actually uh, the same uh, or either uh oh i hope they don't uh have the same problem that the um uh nintendo sensory have where it can't pick up brown people's skin you know because you know they ain't gonna test us so you know they might could pick up the stress level of a white person because not trying they might be easier to read not trying to find it, read their stress level read mm. their sweat you know because if you're going to do this and these sensors are censoring things they need to be able to pick up darker tones you know be able to pick up the skin tone be able to pick up you know if you start i don't sweating. know if it's going to be using the camera for that uh i don't know how it's, i think it's just going to take test your interaction with the with the computer not like pictures oh like it's, you okay. know like like i said you try to log into work to hotmail and the shit don't go in you know it's gonna be like hey here's some words of encouragement you know or something is taking a long time to load it's gonna like i don't think it's gonna actually be like i tell your blood pressure is up it's not like that <laughs> okay that's that's what i was thinking yeah uh good news um beards can make you more attractive but only if you want a long-term relationship ah mm-hmm men with short stubble were rated more attractive for short-term relationships oh shit now bearded men were most attractive for those looking for a long-term relationship why because if you took the time to grow that beard off i know you could be dedicated to something i don't understand this 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 connection a beard seemed to switch how women saw men with masculine faces uh they went from being seen as best for short affairs to long-term keepers Not so there you fast. go so if you're out here trying to play the field with a long beard um just know that these ladies are looking to lock it up you know that's why i grew my my beard because i'm a long-term relationship type of person i want uh you know no no wedding ring no dingling as we say <laughs> no wedding no bedding you know why would you pay for the cow well, you getting the beef for free. Mm-mm. Not going to do that. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Was there anything else uh, in regular ass news? Nope. All right. I guess it's time to do some fucking with black people. Um, this is a short news day. It wasn't a lot I felt like covering. Uh, let's see. Where is fucking with black people music? Oh, there we go. Um, no, I didn't mean to do that. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. Here we go. And let's go on from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Okay. London police target black men to boost arrest. Just in case you thought uh this was only for America, apparently London wants to get in on the uh action. Metropolitan police officers routinely discriminate against black people in stop and search operations in the British capital, according to Scotland Yard's new head of diversity. Speaking to the Evening Standard, Victor Olisa said it is accept- an accepted practice in the force to stop young black men to try and boost arrest rates for drugs such as cannabis while officers turn the blind eye to white men who may be carrying cocaine. 
yep <laughs> sound like uh you know they we we must be getting it from them you okay you know uh <laughs> yes i learned it from watching you right would you like a, a cup of tea because it's tea time with your coke yeah uh with your cannabis they sound like they uh arrest niggas for weed and let white people go for cocaine um <laughs> yep they uh one of scotland yards most senior black officers olisa said the discrimination was driven by performance rather than racism if drugs were found the officer would repeat the same process to get the results he said you end up building a process and a stereotype the cop on the ground is just doing it because of what he or she thinks is right they're not doing it because they are racist but when you look at the accumulated data you see massive massive disproportionality i think that's where we get lost listen and this is so key call out racism when it's racism right don't try to bullshit me okay it's clearly racism it's, it's not there's no other thing it could be they won't, they don't just because on an individual level you didn't say nigger in your head when you decided to stop this black man and let the white people go it doesn't make it less racist you know and that's the problem is people keep trying to have this idea that overall in general people are good people are bad look up any history people are fucked up and we have always been so and then the deny in each and in each era each instance people decided i'm we're not being fucked up people own slaves and said i'm not racist i'm nice to my slaves you know your grandmama your granddaddy uh watched those kids go to the color fountain and just went well that's the way it should be and now there's 90 and you're going but my grandma's not racist you know well she's just voting for trump you know i don't understand what the problem is i've never seen to call anybody a nigger since 1985 i mean she learned like is is ah! that is that kind of mentality and it's like you put a person in charge of diversity and and the real uh thing is in my opinion he's scared to say the truth because i don't think he's too mm-hmm. stupid as a black person to know that it's racism he knows you can't say it because white people are so fucking fragile when it comes to that term that they'll turn on you and they'll they'll they won't admit to it you know this is when like when i said that black men are the white people black people this is what i was talking about the fragility of it the idea that any critique is met with this impossible like what are are you trying to say what are you trying to and that and we have built and framed our society to talk around these issues on purpose because we don't want to deal with the fucking backlash look at the backlash to colin kaepernick and that flag like people just don't want to deal with the backlash so when you end up talking about it you can't just have a straight up yo this is racist yes you're a nice person michael rapaport or kate upton but what you're doing is also racist you're promoting racism because what you're saying is your black ass life is not worth protesting over so why don't you just get back in line and then when you put a person in charge of diversity who is black i guarantee you his first thought was well i can't just come out and call my officers racist what i'm gonna have to do is say that the Mike, the micro level is just good police work the macro level is just racism like so it's no one person's fault it's like it's like it just magically turns into racism nah at some point on the ground level you as a police officer see black people and think i'm going to harass them that's fucking racist come on dog you know it's not stereotype it's not it's not you have you are doing racism you are making it you are verbing racism and then trying to call it some other shit like it's just a misunderstanding it's not a fucking misunderstanding uh, anyway, i'm a hundred that's obviously yeah, sorry a hundred 
uh, i just hate don't don't i just hate when people try to like talk around the fucking obvious elephant in the room we see it you're just so scared that white people are gonna freak the fuck out and not listen let me tell you something they're not listening anyway come on dog you know they're not gonna listen if they don't fuck with you because you told them the truth then fuck them they weren't worth a goddamn in the beginning man Mm-mm. period and that's everybody with privilege man if somebody tells you like yo this is fucked up and then you like i don't want to hear it it's not like if they said it nice you were gonna listen you know i hate that fallacy man i hate this idea of a conversation i hate this idea of all opinions having value and worth and come weight out. and all this shit is not two sides of everything some shit is right and wrong and sometimes you got to just come out and fucking say that shit man and the fact that you rose to this position of power and you're pretty much just gonna sit there and have to sugarcoat it it's sad because it's, it's not actual power if you have to sugarcoat it if you can't say yo this shit is racist okay you know when i look at like marilyn mosby um i hope i said her name right but uh from baltimore like that's a person that's like in a position of power and using it and not trying to sugarcoat it Mm-mm. you know and, and who knows if it'll work i mean you know i've seen people be critical of her but let's be real the other 100 years of racism in that city ain't ain't stopped because people were being nice so why don't y'all back up off of her you know um so it's but it's just interesting to see how how the shit plays out man because this motherfucker in charge of diversity right he in charge of trying to stop this madness this racism and he can't even be like it's racism he gotta be like oh it's not really racist it's some you know that's not what i would call it <sighs> uh speaking of racism lil wayne said there's no such thing as racism mr Weezy, baby um yeah Lil Wayne is convinced that racism doesn't exist anymore because white people listen to his music and attend his concerts ah and they still call you a nigga I hope he knows that uh the Louisiana rapper came forward in an interview on the Undisputed Tuesday to dispel rumors of him possibly planning to retire from the rap game but while fans of the artist may be glad he's not quitting hip-hop his comments about race and racism are making some people scratch their heads um and I think there's a video Let's see if I can play it uh for everyone all right but uh yeah it was uh the undisputed with uh skip bayless i remember one time i saw you. by the way skip bayless's real superpower is getting niggas to say stupid shit on tv while saying nothing right mm-hmm. his like that's his real superpower just sitting mm-hmm. back going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay i understand mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you after you had done a concert i think it was in westchester different kind of neighborhood but but i ask you what the racial breakdown was of your audience do you remember this and you told me the only black face you could see in the whole audience was your makeup artist i believe that's what you said and she was in the front row right <laughs> a lot of white kids love rap yes explain that what 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 does that say to you what's the message of it what's the bigger picture of it I don't want to. I don't want to be bashed because I don't want to sound like I'm on the wrong. If there is a side, but I thought that was clearly a message that there was no such thing as racism. That's what I thought that was. Okay, I uh, that it. was a perfect example. Um, when I look out and I come up off the stage, when I'm coming out the bottom of the stage in my show, when I'm on tour and I'm in my stance or whatever, and I open my eyes and I see everybody. I don't see a. I don't have a this type of crowd or that type of my crowd has always been everybody thank god and that's all i can answer for so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he not know the history about black people entertaining white folks? Like, it's history behind that. <coughs> yeah, they, you know, they love your music, but it don't Don't you them. shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. Nobody yeah. here <laughs> wants to listen to your misguided bullshit. I don't even know what to say, dog. I don't even know how you can process. Can you shut the fuck up for the rest of your life? You a dumbass bitch that tries too hard. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know how you can even say because your concert has different kinds of people in it. Racism as a is whole. It doesn't exist. That, that's not true. Because white folks like me, you know? So I don't know why they keep, I don't know, coincidence, all this other shit that keeps happening to people. Yeah. This is, and, and also, you also have to think too, a lot of times at certain venues and certain places, the tickets are sky high. I mean, just, it's not even a ticket price thing. It's not like, well, black people can't afford to go to concerts. Mm-hmm. We go to concerts. Mm-hmm. It's just the idea of you having a lot of white fans doesn't make racism not exist. It's just right. it I am watch it. I am routinely. I, I, I listen as long as I live, I'll never say nothing as stupid as this. I'm routinely shocked at how many times black celebrities get into situations where they say some stupid shit like this, which essentially amounts to they treat me good. That's how it always, you know, it always comes off and. You know, to say, I'm not trying to say, look, look, I'm not trying to say he has to say his experience has been racial or that he's experienced racism. If he hasn't experienced it on a personal level or he feels that he hasn't experienced it, that's fine. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-mm. But to say racism doesn't exist, it just sounds stupid. Like, you don't it's know. There's a that, lot of people that feel, it's sad. There's a lot of black folks that feel like that. Like, you don't know that shit. It don't sound stupid when you say it no because as far as they're concerned they don't want a lot of it boils down to you have white people that don't want to dress it and you got niggas that don't want to dress it and truthfully in my personal opinion a lot of this is a, co- a form of a coping mechanism just like you have a lot of niggas that go well and you know they act like nothing shocks them when it comes to race and racism and shit like that and then you have people that go well it just don't exist because technically i just don't want to deal with it how the fuck is skip bayless so good at this oh yeah it's like all he does is just set up just it's like he just throws alley-oops and next thing you know like maybe this is his superpower maybe any nigga this would just happen to us we wouldn't even know it we'll be going on that thinking we about to talk about colin kaepernick and by the time we get done we just go look at our twitter feed and we're like why my mentions blowing up (gasps) did i say racism doesn't exist i don't remember saying that why would i say something so stupid you know Ah, oh well this is what happens when lil wayne is the person that we're relying on for opinions i just Uh, racist campers call a black man nigger 30 times uh, after he asked uh, them to leave his street. By the way, campers is a bit generous of a term here. Uh, that's almost like watching whiteness work in itself. Oh, 100 for Lil Wayne. I'm sorry. Karen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oregon. Uh, 
the res uh, oregon resident estimates that he was called nigger up with her 30 times by a homeless camper who got upset when he asked her not to set up camp on his side of the street a homeless camper camper that is such a generous term because if that would have been a black person like a vagrant (laughs) a squatter uh uh, just a homeless person it wouldn't be a homeless camper uh local news station ktu uh reports on the incident um that apparently these uh people have made a oh what is this is this gonna play or not i'm trying to get this video to play it was for a second but uh they had just set up camp in a residential area uh which is aren't there laws against that Mm -hmm. it's not like this man was like yeah i live on a campground Mm -hmm. now get away from me you know you can't set up in the middle of the neighborhood dog (laughs) they just showed up on in the middle of your neighborhood like this is like a good spot (laughs) i claim this i claim this land in the name of spain uh <laughs> yeah apparently um oh there we go a racist profanity filled argument caught on camera this oh i mean turn the sound off and back on there we go video is from a man in northeast portland he says he had just told two people they could not set up camp in their van on his street. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. I'm Anna Canzano. KTU's Keaton Thomas is live in Northeast Portland. Keaton, people there tell you that they've been dealing with this problem for a while now. Yeah, you're you're right, Anna. We're at uh, the intersection of Northeast 117th and Multnomah, and the evidence is really just right here on the ground, as you can see. I'm told that the streets around here were clean as of about a week ago. Now, as you can see, there's trash. So he's trying to protect this neighborhood from trash, too from homeless campers. So this is this is all new trash. Pat Edwards has lived in the neighborhood on and off for 15 years. Initially it was it was it was a great place to live. But recently he says he's had issues with people setting up camp on the streets near Northeast 117th and Multnomah. Look at the box, you know, after the after the, inc- the incident I had yesterday, she left that box here full of trash. The incident he's talking about, this argument. Yeah, I am moving in now. Edwards says people in the video were setting up camp near his home, so he went and talked to them after waiting for about eight hours to let them know he's going to call police. I grabbed my little my little paper, you know, with uh, with the the page is blank. Yeah, the The screen share. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you don't have to see it anyway. I'll just try to play it then. No problem. Yeah. Oh, it just it turned off in the middle of it. I don't know. My computer's moving slow now. You know. I gotta set that laptop back up. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Because it ran so much smoother. Yeah. I'll see if I can bring it back up, guys. All right. Here we go. And I'll see if I can make it big again. And of course, it wants to move slow again. There you go. Word says he recognizes them from another popular camping spot a few blocks away at Northeast 122nd in San Rafael. In this video, you can see them packing up, but not without letting Edwards know how they felt. Not hesitate to up. Yeah, she chose to use that word about 30 times. Edwards does this almost weekly with different groups and says interactions like this are nothing new. I've had more uh, 
combative situations than I have had uh, peaceful ones. He's taken to this sort of policing in his neighborhood because of issues he's seen since campers started coming. Edward says they find trash, see crime, and neighbors feel unsafe. If you're if you're unloading groceries from the back of your vehicle, and and you and you walk into your house, you come out, you might find the bag of groceries gone when you get back. Shit. Now, that incident was from yesterday. Those campers are gone today. Edward says, though, it's the little things like making sure their neighborhoods are safe that need to be fixed before the city can tackle the bigger problems in general. We're live in Northeast Portland. I'm Keaton Thomas, K2 News. How? Why are they calling them How campers? frustrating for Mr. Edwards and really a problem. Back, back to that, you don't want to call them what they are. Right. These motherfuckers are vagrants that are coming through his neighborhood and fucking shit up, not respecting the property and committing crimes, but because they white, uh, well, we can't call it that, guys. All right. Zero to 100, Karen? 100. All right. Uh, I, I know we got three minutes left. I'm going to start the new session in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do another story. Uh, racist trolls bully plus size Ghanaian Jamaican model in Ireland. Um,. A plus-size African model was around racist trolls on Twitter after she took over the at Ireland account to spotlight diversity in the country. Boy, if that ain't embarrassing. People don't like no diversity. Yeah, hey, but I mean, the the government or whoever comes up with this initiative, <coughs> hey, let's show people that Ireland has different than just, you know, pale white folks. And she, her handle is Chalk, Chalk Curves Model which uh she'll be getting a new follower after this i'll tell you that much uh uh so she is a chalk curves model and she um took over the account um you know was tweeting a few things about uh ireland and and whatnot um her name's michelle marie uh and she was tweeting from that the whole week the account is curated by different hosts each week uh to showcase various voices from ireland and around the world she lives in Ireland and she's half Ghanaian and one quarter Jamaican and one quarter white British. And it wasn't long before she was bombarded by offensive tweets because of her looks. Uh, one user at Genophilia said, oh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was insulting to have her represent Ireland tweeting at her return to your ancestral lands, the user's account, as well as, uh, as the accounts of several other users who tweeted inappropriate remarks at her have since been suspended by Twitter. I had no idea that my mere presence and a few tweets would result in an epic ra- uh, race row, sigh, she wrote. Marie did not immediately respond to requests for comments. The comments began shortly after Marie took over at Ireland and continued throughout Monday and Tuesday. Meanwhile, Marie continued to post. Uh, a few a few people are finding issue with me being black and running an Ireland account, so let me address that for a minute. I'm not an Irish citizen or of Irish descent, correct, but I do live in Ireland. This account is to represent all residents here black people can live in any country uh that they like we can read and write we are educated we can work we can even tweet i know shocking um so yeah uh zero to 100 karen oh yeah uh, that, that, that's 100 because bet you everybody else who had the account prior to that was white and mm-hmm. nobody gave a fuck about these accounts yeah 100 to the vagrants um uh at 100 to to the trolls of her as well uh let me start a new session real quick guys uh let's take one second right, here because i bet you when the next person get it uh and then that brown what about can no more yeah and i mean it's that and it's that thing where people you know are gonna be like oh no it's not really racism see 
uh it's just these trolls they just it's a small segment man those people feel ownership and entitlement to ireland as well and they feel that a black person representing them in any way is a threat to what they do and is wrong so you can't try to have you know try to act like that's not happening when it quite obviously is happening um in these situations um all right i'm going live again now okay and i'll invite you on screen Mm -hmm. in a second but um yeah you know you can't try to pretend that it's not happening when it obviously is um when it comes to um the treatment that black people receive and it's just you know the theme kind of today for a lot of this has just been no matter where you are you know a lot of black people get treated like shit simply for existing brown people anywhere in the world right um all right let's see what else we have here um let's go to uh you know i think it's time to to cleanse our palates guys okay this has been a lot today um let me see what what song i want to play today um that uh white folks seem to love um how about mm, uh, <laughs> uh, here's one that white folks love. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. You know it's kind of hard dressed to get along today Our subject isn't cool, but he thinks it anyway He may not have a clue and he may not have style But everything he lacks, well, he makes up in denial So does he play? Play us straight You know he really doesn't get it anyway Gotta find a feel, keep it real For you know Wayne, for you know Wayne So if you don't break, just don't look yeah i'll spring y'all let y'all know about that uh let's get into what white folks is talking about a daughter who was 18 years old has sued her parents for posting embarrassing photos of her on facebook an 18 year old daughter is suing her parents for posting embarrassing photographs of her as a child on facebook the teenager from southern carinthia uh, region of austria claims that intimate pictures from her childhood have made her life a misery she claims that more than 500 images have been posted by her parents on social media site without her permission since 2009 that's right adults you guys need to get the permission of your under 18 year old child before posting their picture to facebook or you might get sued if you're white lawyer michael ramey says his client has a good chance of winning in court the picture show such childhood moments as having her nappy changed and undergoing potty training 
she is quoted as saying they knew no shame and no limit and didn't care whether it was a picture of me sitting on the toilet or lying naked on my cot every stage was photographed and then made public i'm tired of not being taken seriously by my parents why is she attacking them with the revenge porn laws though (laughs) she really was you sons of bitches you stalked me for years you took pictures of my every waking moment all i remember was just spending time with you you took pictures of my softball games you took pictures of me when your toilet trained me you took pictures of your feet of me could i have a moment of peace what about my privacy as a child (laughs) just because you feed me and i live under your roof does not give you the right yes i will take seconds her parents have reportedly refused to delete the pictures which were shared with their 700 friends on facebook the father is understood to be arguing that since he took the pictures he has the right to publish them a court case is said to take place in november and rami says his client will win if it can be proven the photos violated her rights to a personal life if successful the parents may end up having to pay compensation to their daughter as well as her legal costs yeah you say you want to just be happy but be you better not never say nothing else to me ever again i don't know how you i mean how does that relationship repair itself come on dog like like that's real right there you know i don't know how that relationship repairs itself yeah i don't know uh you better not be living with me too Mm -mm. nah you got to go yeah a model uh uh, adriana lima and TV host Ryan Seacrest are dating at the bonding during NBC's Olympics coverage in Rio. Was bonding mean fucking or anyway? Ah, um, cold word. I don't know. I, I don't know white people language. I don't blame her, man. I mean, she is bad, and I don't blame him either. I mean, she's she's a very attractive woman. He has a whole lot of money, uh, and you know, she's one of those women that inspires men. Take my money. My house and my car. Can't blame him. You know? I thought he would be out here still like Lil Fizz, you know? It's like you, you've been to a restaurant and you get those like, that one appetizer you like and then you got like a main course that you stick to too. You referring to me as the appetizer or the main course? No, I'm saying I'm not ready for my main course and I'm having appetizers right now. I'm sampling, you know? Yeah, I thought it would be like that, but apparently he's out here choosing them and I don't blame him, man. Uh so yeah it looks like they might be dating uh which is very important news he's 41 years old host of american idol executive producer of keeping up with the kardashian has a long history of dating beautiful women mm. uh he he was with dancing with the stars uh star julianne huff for about three years and has also been linked to over the years of mexican singer paulina rubio um sports illustrated model dominique peak and personal trainer shana taylor so he uh he does that and lima just finalized her divorce her divorce from serbian nba star star uh marco jarek <laughs> in march <laughs> that was a stretch uh so yeah man uh lima has kids she celebrated her youngest daughter's fourth birthday the brazilian model posted a photo of her instagram showing birthday girl sienna and her older sister valentina surrounded by balloons and a frosted birthday cake 
little girl's birthday had a mermaid theme and alongside the sweet snap she wrote happy birthday sweetest angel oh yep so there you go ladies if you're trying to get with ryan seacrest the time is running out yeah and it's see that i can truly say that is a hard-working man you talking about he's he's the black uh chadwick bowman because he being everything you want to host he hosting everything he always got a job oh yeah he stay um yeah he stay hosting right you you'd be like uh you'd be like elementary school playoffs he'd be like this is ryan secret you'd be like god damn dog you taking that job too um all right iggy azalea uh it's gonna probably be a little bit mad because nick young has enjoyed a dinner date with a scantily clad blonde after his ex-fiance debuted her romance with french montana or montana uh he splits from fiance iggy azalea this earlier this year amid cheating claims and shortly after his ex-girlfriend revealed she is expecting his baby and while baby mama kiana green appeared to be hoping that they could rekindle their relationship nick young has been seen enjoying the night out with another woman thursday uh oh ah i hope she didn't think he was gonna stay right these women fighting over nick young man life is hard out here man on these streets Nick young dog right uh that's his new woman dangling in the street to be fighting like that Mm -mm. yeah that's that's his new woman Um, it's rivers of it y'all i hope y'all know it's plenty to choose from yeah oh this picture of her getting in the car flashing her, her pussy <laughs> oh that's so good oh nick got a type man he definitely got a type uh, you can definitely say that man oh boy nick like look i don't i like my women to be blonde and have some aesthetic uh enhancements and uh be willing to do something strange for some change that's what i'm into anyway keep fighting for his affections good luck to everybody uh i choose myself the anti-engagement rings women are buying themselves as daily reminders of self-love now this isn't white people news because i'm assuming only white people are doing this yeah i could do that without paying for a ring excuse me between work motherhood and working out socializing general life tasks many women have a lot a lot on their plate and can often forget about their own happiness through the daily grind when was the last time you stopped for a moment and took some time out uh for yourself for instance one jewelry company fred and far is looking to change that with a new line of anti-engagement self-love pinky rings Mm -mm, this right here is a way to get you to blow some fucking dollars i feel like they had a surplus what are we gonna do with all these pinky rings we haven't sold these since the 70s all right we gotta find a way to use them yeah uh, we sold two to bomani jones and nobody else bought one uh self-love picky rings have been designed to remind women of how important it is to make a commitment to loving yourself and it comes with a note that says pinky promise to honor myself to choose myself to remember myself on a daily basis mm-hmm. <laughs> i can say that without spending a dime baby also th- this ring would just like scream desperate like she ain't got no self-esteem you know what I mean? <laughs> like oh yeah that's definitely the one i'm a dog out she got the pinky ring she looks she got the pinky ring dog uh <laughs> i feel bad for the women who already had pinky rings like you are you already got your fingers covered and you're like nah dog i i had this ring 
right now i can't wear my pinky ring no more because niggas gonna think i'm out here desperate to be a make a statement against engagement when i just like jewelry why would you need an anti-engagement ring just it's a way here's an anti you know what an anti-engagement ring is no ring on your hand it means you're not engaged guys we already covered that it's okay (laughs) i need a reverse ring i got all this money burning a hole in my pocket uh when you wear a fred and far self love uh pinky ring your pinky promises to choose yourself out of yourself remember yourself on a daily basis says a message on their website uh self-love pinky ring also sounds like what you would call like a toy from adam and eve yeah get the new self-love pinky ring what else does that ring do it's gonna bump that clit as well as other things mm-hmm. uh so yeah uh don't y'all buy wasting money oh this is what white people need to be into karen this is a very controversial topic uh, i don't think no sisters are gonna be doing this one uh kelly bensonman uh 48 flashes her very perky posterior as she leaves little to the imagination in a sizzling sheer gown at zach posting nyfw show new york fashion week style I love you the descriptions i have no idea who this woman is my favorite thing about what does this posterior mean because my definition it might be a little different well i can definitely put it on screen but my favorite thing about this is she called somebody to be like hey going to fashion week i'm gonna have my ass out y'all might want to show up and get some pics you know y'all might want to show up and see what i'm working with she's 48 years old you know which obviously makes her i'm like god very you know very brave of her to even step out of the house being 48 years old that you know meanwhile uh leslie jones is flashing them legs all up on the ground like blood owl that woman got some legs mm-hmm so uh so brave so brave so kelly bissman was naturally determined uh to show off her fruits of her hard-earned labor as she slipped into a racy sheer ground while attending the zach poston show at new york fashion week on monday the 48 year old real housewives of new york beauty was looking sensational in the sheer black number which gave a glimpse of her peachy posterior beneath uh you want to see what her peachy posterior looks like karen mm-hmm. blood ale what you think about that Karen is shaking her head. You guys in the podcast land can't hear it. I'm 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 sorry. Yeah, our definitions of uh, perky and peachy posteriors ain't the same. Uh, so you're not not feeling the uh the 48 year old cheeks, Karen? You just not even for 48? No curve for that? No, you know? Uh, well, I mean, they are out there. It's kind of like that time Madonna. Yeah, they, yeah, they are out there. It's like when Madonna wore her assless clothes the other year and it was like two years ago and everybody's like you can put those back away Thank right you, them ain't yams them like sweet potatoes yeah what's the potatoes yeah uh ariana uh grande was involved in a love affair with big sean and um this is back when naya rivera thought she was gonna get married to big sean and she found out that she wasn't getting married to big sean the same way we all did on the internet when ah! he was dating ariana grande uh she said i learned i wasn't getting married from the internet so big sean called off their wedding you know, on instagram or some shit uh it was everywhere it was, it was in all the blog the blogs it was in, it was everywhere everybody saw this story i'm sure it was on bicep uh yeah she was getting cheated on um and that's how she found out that uh 
she wasn't getting married now i mean in a way i guess that seems like a bad story but i I mean i'd be much happier to not have married big sean if i was her right yeah because you wouldn't want to be married and then found found this out like that wouldn't have been cool at all and i don't know about the first girl but i know ariana grande looked like she is permanently 12 talking about the latter in her autobiography sorry not sorry she said we've been fighting for five straight days while he was traveling and then one day uh that he uh one day that he was back in la he said he didn't want to see me well asshole i got a key to your house i walk in go downstairs and guess what little girl is sitting cross-legged on the couch listening to music it rhymes with smariana schmande uh naya was in a relationship with the rapper from march 2013 to april 2014 um coincidentally the 28 year old hip-hop mc went on to romance 23 year old love me harder star ariana for eight months till april 2015 however worse come to work worse was to come for naya as the hardly heartless finally famous favorite supported uh supposedly did not only tell her to have her face that he was asking her uh their engagement what did not oh did not even tell her to her face okay she said i learned that i was no longer getting married from the internet and at the same time as the rest of the world not only were we no longer getting married but apparently we weren't even together anymore so she already has a book out about her life that is i guess she's on a book tour right now she's telling everybody apparently so well shit i mean big sean had his publicist release a statement clarifying the relationship damn that's cold-blooded Mm-hmm. Girl, did you read my press release? <laughs> like that's what you text her. Uh you see my press release? You see my press release? We ain't together no more. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, check check your uh check your email. Check your gram. What? My publicist sent out they put out something for you. Yeah, put it on Facebook. <clears throat> I don't understand. She also said now this one is weird. This she said she wasn't shocked about her former boyfriend Mark Soling, who was also a star of Glee, and his child porn arrest. now see i feel like that incriminates you you should be shocked anybody that you were dating got arrested for child porn you should probably be like i can't believe that that's crazy it shouldn't be like i knew it you know what i mean uh but yeah she says um she totally she wasn't totally shocked when her former boyfriend and glee co-star mark Salling was charged with possessing child pornography my son's nanny actually told me about it when the new when the story broke she reveals in sorry not sorry dreams mistakes and growing up then i had no doubt that god really did have my back along the way what way to make it all about you <laughs> yeah him getting caught with child porn was just jesus trying to let y'all know uh <laughs> rivera <laughs> dated Soling for three years before they split in 2010 following the successful debut uh the previous year of high school musical drama series the actor played bad boy noah puck puckerman on the show when mark dumped me i thought it was the worst thing ever she reflects in hindsight following the his arrest in december 2015 she concedes that the worst thing ever would have been lying in bed when the battering ram came through the door siling was charged with two counts of receiving and possessing child pornography and could face up to 40 years in prison if convicted a trial date is still pending meanwhile rivera has opened up about how her friendship with michelle deteriorated over the several seasons as they competed for the spotlight on glee she's just put spilling all the tea like is her career over what is she working on now she's just telling everybody business they're gonna be scared to work with her right because they're like you tell everything we do dog yeah i don't want to be on i don't want to be in the next book 
right um so yeah uh she said of the co-star we are both strong-willed and competitive not just with each other but with everyone and that's not a good mixture as her character got more lines and more screen time she says her friendship with michelle suffered it seemed like she blamed me for anything and everything that went wrong rivera wrote if i complained about anyone or anything she assumed i was bitching about her soon she started to ignore me and eventually it got to a point where she didn't say a word to me all season of six well that's white people news guys Mm. white people love glee yeah never seen an episode of it ever so now hold up there are black people who love glee too yeah i'm just saying i've I just wanna, never seen yeah episode, but you okay. you're not a good litmus test you don't no, like not. you I, don't watch a lot of shit that's not really fair karen ah! so you probably never seen a lot of good stuff uh true yeah, that's true uh at any rate um it's white people news for sure uh let's get into some guest the race guys um where's my guest the race music get this bad boy back up and ticking um and let's listen to karen forget her part now that it's time for some guess <laughs> the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time but up the that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room and karen to guess the race and everybody that i say is gonna be playing this guessing the race is gay i mean not gay is uh racist there we go it's gay <laughs> <laughs> kind of freudian slip was that this is 1975 <laughs> you mean gay in a happy way yeah i think i was thinking about it we ain't done gay news in a minute or lgbt news so i think we might have slipped up in there anyway you guys know my, you guys know my heart you guys no i didn't mean it oh god i apologize where's my publicist i need to release a statement ah, and put it on instagram yeah uh and of course um that freudian slip is brought to you by blue crate that's right sorry sorry luke crate uh that episode this episode is brought to you by luke crate which is a monthly mystery field uh monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchise go to lukecrate.com slash tvgwt and enter code tvgwt and you can get three dollars off of any new subscription hurry up and do it before the 19th okay this month's theme is speed okay and luke crate has a high octane assortment of goodies from batman cw's the flash and arrow battlestar galactica iron man and gone in 60 seconds and if you have a style need they want to hook you up with the speed loot wear collection featuring sonic socks come on you know you want them sonic socks like, that's my thing now i go play basketball oh by the way and these socks are good quality like i go play basketball in my mm-hmm. socks you know i played ball in my rick and morty socks the other day me and this dude was making jokes about it um you know i played ball in my mario socks like they're some good quality socks it's not just some bullshit that they send you in a box um uh, but yeah they have high quality uh sonic socks uh and when you so uh for when you go fast you can get a transformers wearable for your world saving needs a winning mario kart tee and more this loot wear collection is going to zoom away really quick uh and matter of fact we have uh the loot crate anime box okay Mm -hmm. because you can choose from different kinds like you don't have to just get the regular loot crate Mm -mm. you can get loot crate anime you can get loot crate um video games and stuff um let's see what's in our anime box all right it's from uh it's sponsored by crunchyroll as well because you get like a crunchyroll subscription with this joint as well 
I love crunch roll. All right, man. Looks like we got uh, what is, is this like a lunch pail? What is this thing? Hold on. They also come with like a handy dandy guide to uh what you're getting, and it's always on a poster. Um, so like in case you're like, oh, what is this? Blood arrow. It's on the back of this poster. Um, let me see who this poster is, so you guys can see it yourselves. Yeah, they fairly big for that one. They really big for that one. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, all right. So included in this month, uh, you get a um, uh, let's see, you get an assassination classroom white 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 a uh, whiteboard. Uh, and that's this. Uh, it comes with a sharpie. You can write on it. it comes with pens and stuff uh dry erase board and magnet set you know you put this on your fridge something like that let's see what else we got um you get fruits basket figure keychain set um where where is that one? Oh, this this joint um what else you got here um uh persona 3 manga like that's another thing if you're like Oh, I'm, I want to get into manga and stuff. They send me, they literally send you one every month. Yeah, and it's in this original format, which means it's the opposite of how we read. Yeah, like you'll read right to left or whatever, left mm-hmm. to right. Um, Revolutionary gr- uh, Girl Utina Bento Box. So that's what that is. Ooh, a Bento Box. Yeah, so you know how you can pack up stuff. You can put sushi and stuff in here, mm-hmm. food for lunch and stuff, take some chopsticks. Uh, your kid can be like the coolest kid in school and shit um or you can be the coolest person at work you know pull out some chopsticks be like blood air i'm eating sushi i know uh, right i'm I'm more sophisticated than everybody here um let's see back to school phone charm um that's this joint put this on your phone um oh uh dango run pa which i have not watched uh mm-hmm. cosplay tie yeah i haven't seen that one yet that's this tie it's in this box um yeah i like the one the ties yeah yeah so it comes with a uh with a tie i'm trying to open this bad boy oh that's why sometimes they being there real good yeah so this is the tie Ooh. so you got that man there's so much shit in this box are y'all serious uh, <laughs> you get your money's worth right like how do you like this shit cost less than twenty dollars um digimon adventures try print set and that's what this is all right cool so yeah man it's just it's full of goodness y'all that's what i'm trying to say is you, you literally cannot go wrong it's like getting a christmas present but every month yes and for those of you that are outside of the continental united states you can go to loot crate and they will tell you if they deliver to your country because you know some people might be outside of the united states but i what i would love to subscribe but i don't know if they deliver here go to lootcrate.com and check to see if they deliver to your country and if they do sign up for it and you can get this same goodness we get internationally mm-hmm. uh all right let's get into it uh for guess the race uh here's a story of a woman who uh had her purse snatched um by by an assailant and uh the news had to go out and cover it let's see if i can get this to play because it's a video obviously i'm not gonna put it where y'all can see it but the audio 
uh we'll have be full of clues i'm sure uh take your time just take your time playing it's like no stress uh jesus christ my life uh all right all right now let's see if it'll play oh wait is this just a picture damn it uh, <laughs> I was trying to click on the video and it keeps moving all right let me try this again give me a second guys um all right there we go now take off the mute and play John, that alleged purse snatcher, Adrian Terry, is here at Bronx Criminal Court waiting for her moment in front of a judge. But already today, she's learned a tough lesson. Miss Bernice is a senior citizen you do not want to mess with. Did you really snatch an 86-year-old woman's purse? She wants to hurt me. And the bitch don't even know me. At 86 years old, Bernice Starnes is full of spunk. She's traveled the world, seen a lot, but never anything like this. I hope that they beat her Some of the women in prison beat her every day for as long as she's in there. Some people might say that's harsh. Well, so what, what she did to me was even worse. Tonight, Bernice spoke one-on-one with PIX11, just minutes after the woman accused of snatching her purse was walked out of the 4-8 police precinct in handcuffs. What did you do with the cash? Do you feel bad? Do you have any remorse? I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. Investigators say Sunday afternoon, Adrienne Terry was on surveillance video. She allegedly grabbed Bernice's purse from her wheelchair and later tossed it out like a piece of trash. With Adrienne Terry in jail, Bernice's hope... And she stayed up for the rest of her freaking life. Officers from the 4A police precinct promised Bernice they would bust this criminal. 48 hours after it all went down, Adrienne Terry was charged with grand larceny and petty larceny. We pressed her on the accusations. Do you want to say anything? What did you say? It wasn't me. It wasn't you? No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Bernice, with all of her wisdom and street smarts, isn't buying it. This evening, a detective gave Bernice a ride to the Bronx Criminal Courthouse. And now this 86-year-old is ready to speak her mind one more time during Terry's arraignment. As we spent some time outside of Miss Bernice's building this evening, we saw many of her neighbors coming up, checking on her, making sure that she's okay. And Miss Bernice, she's already planning her next vacation, a cruise to forget about all of this. Reporting live outside yes! of Bronx Court tonight, Ayanna Harry, X11 News. All right, so guess the race of Miss Bernice. Oh, she black. Karen's going with black. Let's see what the chat room thinks Miss Bernice's race is. Um, my great aunt, Ida Bell, sister black. Miles Mabley, only black woman, uh, old black woman who had those strawberry candles in her stolen purse. Blackest news interview since Antoine Dyson. Black, definitely black. Auntie Bernice gonna whoop that ass black. The correct answer is, and everyone got it black. I can't even show y'all the picture because it's a video on Facebook, but uh, yeah, because she she's in a wheelchair and she is your grandmama, okay? Because she looked like bitch. You'd have caught me about twenty years early. I'd have put them hands on you. She fucked with the wrong one. Uh, all right, let's uh, go to the bonus round. We we'll wrap this up. Um, 
let's see um uh, oh actually no we do one more we do one more let's see uh how about this one a 17 year old is accused of fatally shooting his parents to death mm-hmm. that's right uh this happened in where is this alabama i think yeah elmore county alabama uh apparently a second victim has died after a shooting sunday in elmore county elmore county sheriff bill franklin says april holton and her husband mike were shot in the head at their home sunday oh Mm -hmm. point blank and apparently a teenager is accused of shooting his parents so they already got the suspect mike holton who was the former mayor of eclectic oh oh it's playing okay a teenager is accused of shooting his own parents 17 year old oh it's playing all fucked up though jesse holton is charged with murder his all right let me see him let it load for a second and try it again his father dead his mother in critical condition investigators say the parents mike and april holton had discovered drugs in the home after a party mike holton is the former mayor of eclectic wsfa 12 news reporter jennifer horton is in elmore county with the developing story one day after the deadly shooting, crime scene tape is still blocking the Holton's home on Lindsay Road in Elmore County. The shots were fired after an Elmore County deputy visited the home at the request of parents Mike and April Holton. Sheriff Bill Franklin said the parents were upset after finding drugs left over from a party thrown by their 17-year-old son, Jesse Holton. Mike pretty much uh, greets the deputy and says, hey, look, trying to teach my son a lesson when you go in. I've pretty much uh, handcuffed him and put him on the couch. After the deputy left, dispatch received another call from the Holton's neighbor. When the deputy returned, the parents had been shot in the head with the family gun. Mike Holton was pronounced dead on the scene. His wife rushed to the hospital. Despite pathology reports, Jesse Holton isn't owning up to pulling the trigger. No way that Mr. Holton uh, took his life, according to the pathologist. Uh, there is uh, some defensive wounds from what we understand on Miss Holton where it would be apparent where you would be putting your hands up in that fashion and one of the fingers took a, a round from, from, a, uh, from a gunshot. Franklin says the 17-year-old admitted to anger management issues but shows no emotion over the death of his father. He figures, hey, I'm going to jail because my daddy's going to come down there in the morning to sign a petition. I do not know. The boy's simply not going there. You don't want to talk about that. Holton will be charged as an adult. His bond is set at $150,000. Jennifer Horton, WSFA, 12 News. Jesse Holton spent the night at the juvenile detention facility Sunday on the drug charges. Those counts will likely remain in juvenile court. All right, Karen. Guess the race of Jesse Holton. White. Karen's going with white. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Um let's see uh how dare you try to teach me a damn lesson for having drugs in your house white <laughs> you think he was calling by their first name y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> mom <laughs> uh <laughs> let's see what else uh people said um he did admit to oh wait one of those arsenic in the well tights white he did admit to assaulting a girl at a party and got six months got the fuck out of well that's not a race hc got the get the fuck out of my room mom white mayberry oh what the fuck 
teenager is accused of shooting his own parents. 17-year-old Jesse Holton is charged with murder. His All right, don't play again. Couldn't get you to play the first time. Now you want to embarrass me in front of everybody? Jesus Christ, computer. Um, yeah. Anyway, get the fuck out of my room, Mom. White Mayberry White. He was probably camping at, ju- at juvenile lockup. White. White. So 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 very 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 white. Juvenile jurisdiction, not a super predator. White stormtrooper. White. <laughs> Mayor son. White. The correct answer is uh call your parents by the first name. White. You guys all got it right. <laughs> I'm trying to show the uh picture here see if i can get it to show okay there we go uh this is what he looked like y'all uh where is it at make that big that's him it looks like uh like that kid from fucking um no i'm not gonna tank the stranger things he looks like the kid that was uh dating the the girl um was strange things to me i don't know why at any rate uh he was white uh all right mm-hmm. let's go to the bonus round everybody where's my bonus round music <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and a bonus round to guess the race so far everybody uh karen's two for two so we will see how she finishes off and most of the audience is two for two as well all right let's see here a uh lawmaker who opposed helmet laws dies in a motor crash motorcycle crash in michigan despite wearing a helmet Michigan lawmaker Representative Peter Patalia died after his motorcycle hit a truck. Oh! Police say a woman, 59, was driving a pickup truck, turned into his lane. Patalia, who was wearing a helmet, hit the truck broadside. Police say the 61-year-old voted to repeal universal helmet laws in the past. Riders in Michigan can go without a helmet if they are over 21, have had their license for at least two years, and increased their medical coverage. Um so he was opposed to helmet laws and even though he had his helmet on he died in a motorcycle crash um he uh let me see Isn't uh, he was, it, ironic? it is don't you think don't you think uh the 59 year old woman was driving a truck alone in the vehicle and she was not injured because she had a truck right right she was not wearing a helmet inside her truck Mm-mm. it wasn't required yeah um ironically nobody will be there to vote in his place to not have helmets uh since it don't i wonder if he died he was like told you it don't matter ah! anyway guess the race care he's white and going with white all right let's check the chat room and see what race they think he is uh they gotta take a second all right chalktastic <laughs> johnny knoxville Aww uh johnny knoxville uh white uh goes well with cheese white uh everybody's saying white uh he's uh he's hell's angel white i'm gonna live forever white white the correct answer is white and 
I'll see if I can uh, get his picture up here for you guys. Uh, so you can see what a man that is against helmet laws looks like. There you go. He looks like he just rides on the weekend, you know. Was it a Harley? Probably. Like a dentist. Yeah, he's like a midlife crisis ass dude. You know, you're right. That then got old and be like, I'm gonna rebel. Deborah, you don't tell me what to do. I'm a man, damn it. Mm -hmm. And I will go out with no, (laughs) I will go out here without no helmet on. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. but you, you gonna get yourself killed. What about the children? Damn it. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Lastly, let's get to, uh, sword ratchetness, guys. I'll tell you what doesn't go well swords and alcohol okay we all know that but apparently one man did not a man attacked his partner with a samurai sword after a night out drinking uh david cameron now of ridry in glasgow was convinced his drink had been spiked and led to the violence oh so he he got roofied in the using a sword to kill somebody or to to attack his girl but his defense lawyer eugene boyle told sheriff gordon fleetwood that they could not substantiate that claim and cameron pleaded guilty to assault to an injury and breach of the peace on the morning of his trial the 39 year old admitted to assaulting jennifer hill house in their house in escrow everness um then may 30th last year by seizing her by the body throwing a hoover attachment at her striking her with a plastic table seizing her by the hair and split spitting on her or some people call it my section of x uh hamster you know what i'm saying uh he also brandished a samurai sword at her and stuck her in the leg struck her on the leg oh, okay with it um uh to her injury he admitted presenting it uh at two police officers who came to help after a dog walker saw the attack taking place damn a lot of shit was happening she looking at that dog walker came by he was up in there with that sword you uh, make daddy a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy mm-hmm. want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich mm-hmm. he was up in that sword having his he-man moment um see uh and he did it at the police too uh fiscal roderick urqua hart okay urqua hart uh said mr andrews ends saw miss hill house's head being struck against a window oh and then her being struck with a child's plastic table well damn he ran home phoned the police and returned uh to the area so he could direct the police to the correct house oh man i already know what he was saying to the cops women be there he beats up women and goes to jail Mm uh he uh he was commit he was, has to be commended for his public spirited action two officers entered the house when they saw him them uh, he picked up the sword and he said he would not be arrested but unknown to him there was a third officer with a dog behind him he was fortunate not to have the dog set on him on the uh, as the other officer grabbed the sword from behind and brought him to the ground the prosecutor added that the sword was an ornamental one and was not sharp miss hillhouse suffered swelling to her eyebrow bruising to her face arm shin and thigh as well as scratches and swelling to her neck and her ankle wipe me down the relationship has ended 
the relationship is ended when interviewed by police cameron told them i am sure my drink was spiked last night i'm so sorry what who's what do you spike a drink with to make you be a woman beater you know what i mean estrogen why estrogen is that what it's, i thought estrogen chilled people i didn't know estrogen did that to people mm-hmm. maybe that's why women's so crazy am i right fellas hmm? Yeah, that would make sense. Make daddy a sandwich. So you make daddy a sandwich. Ah! Daddy want a sandwich, I'm going to make daddy a sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. I mean, I try not to judge, though. You know. Be whoever you want to be. Love whoever you want to love. Yes! <laughs> I love that clip. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, sentence was deferred for a background report on Cameron who admitted previous convictions, and he will reappear September 30th. Bail was continued so let's just keep him out on the street you know what's the odds of someone drugging his drink again right right because that's what it was all right right, we'll be back uh saturday with feedback thank you so much for listening to our show we appreciate everybody that supports us i hope we'll see uh you guys ever vote in uh in uh miami in in october um you know people have been asking us about it uh we just got sent all our travel information and stuff so i'm super excited man uh hop on this plane to see people in miami man get to mm-hmm. see Bo. hopefully we can see chill mm-hmm. you know so we'll see uh until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.